Listen anytime, 24-7. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Free app for your smartphone. Dumbest things you have fought about as a couple or dumb things that you fought about maybe with a sister or a co-worker, you know? Your parents. Um, you know, it made me realize we're talking about this and we're going to get to your phone calls. Christy, Christy has one she wants to share with us. We almost had one in here yesterday. We almost had one in this room Ooh, yesterday. Wee. <laughs> yeah, well, Murphy. It no, wait, what it do you mean? It wouldn't have been Sam. Oh, me and you, Murph. Oh, oh. Me and you. You know how when you're married, I think this happens. You pick on each other, but sometimes you pick on something that's a little too close to a real issue. You got to be careful about when you pick about oh, yeah, things. Well, yeah, issue. usually things are tongue in cheek, but if if something is slightly off, then it's not yeah. perceived as the joke. You were, <laughs> yes, you. We, we were talking about the ocean and how it makes you feel you know stress relief it's good for you to be at the ocean right. you experience yeah. it and afterward you started you know picking on me and you did it so that sam wouldn't laugh it was all for haha it was all in jest it was all in jest he was trying to make you laugh sam but he uh, was it's, picking it's close to home because jody i don't get to go to the beach anymore because jody burns and and you said a couple a couple of other things like that. And I was I joking was, saying you were saying what do you think? And I think moments of peace, but I don't get to enjoy them because <laughs> nobody doesn't Jody. like to get Here we go peace. again. See? Right. <laughs> and I guess because I'm you know, on the right day, if you just said that, I would ha ha ha, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But I felt like it really kind of burned me, ha ha, pardon the pun, because <laughs> it's not just that there have been times we've gone to the beach in the last few years and you're like so hot out here maybe we should go to the mountains you know next year and and things like that so it's not just me so it kind of burned me a little bit it made me feel bad and it also makes me feel bad because i do know how much you love the beach right and so it's kind of like when we go on vacation together we have to there's a lot of give and take right because i don't want the kids to be um Murphy, get Murphy the- gives and you take. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can do it. <laughs> Sam can do it, yep. <laughs> Somebody has to be down there with the kids, but yeah. I can't, or I'll look like a lobster before noon. Yeah. So, you know, it's just not as much togetherness well, for me. The thing is, as they get older, that part's easier, and you can sit on the balcony all day if you wanted to. <laughs> Seriously, that's enjoyable and relaxing, isn't it? Solution. Yeah. Anyway, we did not fight yeah. about it officially, but it was not comfortable <laughs> at first, because when you, when you pick on someone and it's a little too close. I know. All right, dumb things that you have fought about. Yeah, Christine has got one, 877-310-4MSJ, and she's next. Sometimes it's a spouse, sometimes it's it can be a family member, it can be a friend. You get you get into an argument about something, and you, we go all the way through it, all that energy, all that emotion, and then you realize... It was a dumb thing to fight about. It was really about. just kind of a silly, really, thing <laughs> to fight about in the first place. Yeah, You're right. dumb things Christine, you've fought you've got, about. Christine, you've got one? Yes. Oh, goodness. My sister and I were, let's see, she was 14 and I was 12. Mm -hmm. And I had picked up a rubber band off of her floor. And um, I kind of lied to her about it just because I wanted it. I wanted to play with it. Right. And so we sat there and argued about this tiny little red rubber band. What, that it was yours already? That kind of a thing no it was hers but i wanted to play with it yes i mean it's a rubber band (laughs) yeah Yeah. no kidding you know a little fight about something like that is not about that it's about power i guess yeah and you know what it's really funny because we still bring it up Mm -hmm. and we crack up about it every single time so what was so bad about the fight she just wanted the rubber band back and the fact that i think it's the fact that i had lied to her or deceived her right was the main things, but it was so funny afterwards. We all just laughed about it, and yeah. um, it was like when, in that teenage year, like, oh, you're lying to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you're right. lying to me. 
So in the end, who wound up with the rubber band? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom threw it out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mom to that the rest right. time. <laughs> Are you still very close to your sister? Oh, yes. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Great. I have daughters and they're best friends and arch enemies, you know, mostly best friends. But when they tie up, it hurts. It hurts them greatly. So the fight is great, you know. A few years later, we finally could laugh about it. But it was just this tiny little red rubber band. You ever give her a red rubber band as a a joke? No, but that would be great. You should. You should buy (laughs) her a... send her one in the mail. Buy a little box of red rubber bands. Yeah. And send them to her. (laughs) That's a great idea. Well, thank you for calling, Christine. Thank you. 877-310-4MSJ. Love to hear from you anytime. You know what my dad used to do to tease us with rubber bands? Mm. He would sneak up on us, you know, and kind of pop one. It wouldn't hurt. He would shoot it from across the room. Yeah. It would just be enough to hit you and make you turn and see what was going on. And then he would act like nothing was happening. Yeah. My dad was always that kind of... Classic parent trick there. It is. <laughs> I have tried that one. Dumb things couples fight about. I mean, the question really is, will you admit to it? Like Mm. Murphy and I with the garbage bag or the way he said, of course, the other night. (laughs) We'll we'll tell you about that. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, so 877-310-4MSJ. What's the dumbest thing you've ever fought about? Elaine? (laughs) So my husband and I, we, we only were dating for five months before we got married. So there was still a little bit of a getting to know you period. Yeah, Yeah. that's quick. (laughs) So, and I burp extremely loud and whenever I want to. Really? (laughs) My kind of woman. (laughs) And my husband, we were, we had been married for, I think like six or seven months. And one day he just turns to me and he's like, babe, that is disgusting. I cannot take that anymore. I was so furious. I did not speak to him for three days. Really? Wow. Well, you know, that's just who I am. Yeah, yeah that's so, a very strong word, disgusting. You don't want yeah. to hear that from somebody who's supposed to think you are precious and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. said that wasn't precious. So. Oh. Well, so did you scale it back or did, you know, does he just have to deal, deal with, with it? Deal with it, yeah. Um, you know, I don't even know anymore. I don't even, I, you know, I didn't even realize that I was doing it. You don't even hear yourself yeah. doing it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, poor it thing. part of what I did my whole life. Right. Then he met my two brothers and he was like, wow, you are nothing compared to them. So I think he realized <laughs> oh. how bad it could have been. How precious you are. Okay. Now, do you just burp or do you have to comment on each one? Uh. No, I don't, I don't normally comment. It must be okay. a dude yeah. thing. <laughs> Sam, likes, Sam likes to score his. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I had a hamburger for lunch. Hmm. Wow. Gross. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Okay. Not disgusting, but gross. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for admitting. You know, we everybody has big fights about serious, real issues, but we all have dumb ones, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. The dumb ones you can really laugh about later. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank right. you, Elaine. Yeah, thank you all. Have a great it. one. 877-310-4MSJ. Your stupid fights. What are they? We'd love to hear from you dumbest thing you've ever thought about we're talking rubber bands we're talking garbage bags whatever dumb things that you've gotten into a real argument about 877-310-4MSJ Tracy's in carpool this morning I guess you won't be in carpool for too long though yeah. uh, with, with one for us when my husband and I had been married probably about five or six years we had an argument one time about how we would win the lot, or how we would spend Woo! our lottery winnings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so do we tell. We do not agree on what we would buy first. 
And, you know, we were talking, we did agree that we would buy a car first, but we couldn't agree on like a vacation home. Yeah. Or <laughs> where we would move. And after about five minutes, I finally looked at him. I said, I'm not arguing about this. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Good for I said, you. if we win the lottery, um, you know, we'll just buy two. Yeah. Good point. I thought you were <laughs> going to say it's like probably... which family member to help out or yeah, not. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. That's kind of where I would think the fight would no, go. Well, we didn't even get there. We actually agree on that because we've had this similar discussion when the lottery was, you know, like a billion dollars. Yes. About, yeah. You know, who we would take care of first. And, yeah. um we, we agreed on that, but this was when we were, were younger and, and, you know, we were thinking about if we needed a beach house and, and he was like, no, we don't need a beach house. We'll just rent wherever we want every year and, and then we won't have to worry about it. Right. Then you, then you remind him, we're millionaires. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I mean, and then he was like, well, I'd want it here. And I'd say, yeah, but I want it at the beach. And Aww. so anyway. Now we've been married for 25 years, so we kind of agree on things like that a lot more. Nice. Yeah. So, Tracy, have you won the lottery yet? <laughs> no, that's why, I'm still that's why she's driving carpool and why she's not calling us from her beach house today. Yeah, one of the beach that's houses. Right. That's That's why I'm not calling from my brand new SUV and I'm calling from my 10 year old minivan. Sweet. Yeah. Well, you sound happy, and I love that story. Thank you for that. Me too. You too. Y'all have a great day. You too, Tracy. Thanks. It, it's funny. I didn't think Jody and I made a list of people that we would, you know, want to take care of if that, if that ever happened. Mm-hmm. And the list, they're pretty close, actually. There are a few on your list I would, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> put a little asterisk by, you know. Certain but, family members. Yeah. Aren't you special? We'll uh, revisit that when we win the lottery. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ to call or text us anytime. Dumbest things you've ever fought about as a couple... Um, like when Murphy and I were fighting about something legit, and then he, <laughs> yeah. and then he started making, he laughed at me yeah. for something that I said. He thought it was funny, and I didn't. Remember that? Well, it's because when you get mad, lot. you say funny things, and I don't mean that. You know what I mean? It's just it. It's mm-hmm. hard not to laugh because you're really you're funnier than you realize when you say things. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. timing is everything, though, Murph. Yeah. Okay, so we love hearing from you from you on this. We. Got a big response on the Facebook page. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. David, what's in that bag? Susan says, My husband and I didn't speak for two days over our vehicle, which had dual climate control. Ooh. <laughs> I had my side on warm, and he had his side on cool, and he reached over it and flipped mine on cool. Uh, I said, What? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I want my side hot, but he said, it's bleeding over to my side. He would not let me turn back to warm. I was madder than a hornet. Yeah. That yeah. that whole temperature thing, I'm sure, has been a, a lot. It's been in a lot of uh, relationships. I yeah. would, you know what? If I were fighting over dual temperature controls, I would be questioning my priorities. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why we call it dumb fights. I love that. By the way, David, is that the way he said it too? I, yeah, I assume so. It could be. That's how we read it. Okay. And also, we have Pat, Pat, who says, we have been married for 34 years, awesome job, Pat, and have fought over more of those stupid little issues than anything. Of course, one of the biggest ones is, where are we eating? Oh, yeah. He'll have a place in his mind, ask me where I want to eat, and after he shot down several places I suggested, he'll say, wouldn't you rather eat at blank? If that's where you wanted to go, why didn't you just say that to begin with? Yeah, yeah. What's funny is Jody and I have had that same argument before. No, I don't want to go there, and I don't want to go there, and I don't want to go there. Okay, well, then why'd you ask me in the first place? I think you're just opening it for discussion. If nothing strikes you, nothing strikes you, you know? 
Sam, what's funny to me is that you've had three marriages and you're not you're not contributing to this at all. You don't remember dumb fights or were you all all of your fights were big? Well, they must have been serious enough to break up all the marriages. But seriously. <laughs> you don't yeah, remember there were any dumb, dumb fights? Ones? Um top of my head i can think of fights in the kitchen over cooking Ooh, i wouldn't cook in the kitchen with you because i would stupid yeah that would i would stupidly get involved like oh you should use this spoon instead of that spoon to yeah. stir and that becomes about everything else yeah. it's about power and when you step back and look at it it's like okay it was a spoon just back off did you see the headline that science says dogs can read your mind your dog now this has this is not like the dogs can sense your feelings. This is they can actually read your mind. See, Sam, no, I would think it's if they've got to be reading your body language or something like that. Yeah, it is. actually, that's a snappy, crazy headline that shouldn't have been printed. Of course, they can't read minds. No one can read minds, right? Except vampires. Maybe. But what is it that they're reading? They're reading your body language. Yeah, the longer that you have an animal, a dog, they know you, and they're mm-hmm. so sensitive to their humans, to their master or whatever, their pack leader, you, um, that they can sense your moods and they know to stay here's here's the biggest part of it they know to stay kind of out of your way if you're angry i hate to hear that but it's true yeah. they know but you know what they should also learn to kind of stay out of your way when you're not angry it, it, that's one thing that you know <laughs> otherwise you'll just get stay angry. out of my way <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't you know caesar milan that we learned this from it was a, it was a, a gentleman by the name of dick russell i think that we learned yeah. from that you know the dogs need to understand to move out of your way you are the the, the, the your house is your place and you don't need to be tripping over them it's for your own safety too but they need to understand that and that can be done without aggression and eventually the dogs will learn stay out of your way as you're walking through it should all be done without aggression yeah it's absolutely. all done with calm calm assertive energy which is what caesar milan says that's right. right anyway but they they know when you are down and so if they come to you maybe they're not just saying play with me maybe they're saying what can i do for yeah, you gus is like that he'll come up and like put his his head in my lap or if i'm angry he'll, he'll like start to back away and i go well gus okay good boy they can also sense when you find a mess in the house mm-hmm. yeah that's when they hide and cower <laughs> or open cheese okay <laughs> Do you think you could be a minimalist? And do you know what that is, Murphy? Yeah, I need a little help there. Considering I'm Mr. Excessive, I'm probably the opposite of a minimalist, right? Kind of are. You have a lot of moving parts. Like, you have a lot of stuff. When you travel, you have as much stuff as a mama with two babies. <laughs> like, but it's, the truth uh, is, some of that's medical. Some of that's the he's, diabetes. He's the guy you know? in the plane that goes down the aisle bonking heads. Yeah. Oops, well, he's got oh. diabetic stuff. He's got his CPAP that he travels with. How much of my, my medical stuff do you want to talk about, then you have, No, no. Then you have your work stuff, which is the most amount, like laptops and this Bluetooth thing and that gadget. You are a gadget man. Yeah. So I think that's what you have the most of, truly. Um, Sam, do you think you could be a minimalist? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, do, I think you could, too. I definitely could. It means living with fewer things. And minimalists Which, reportedly around the world are happier people. Well, I was going to say, they, they say it's less stressful. Absolutely. Right? Um, there's a group of people. They're in Japan. They they just decided to, they wanted to see if it was possible to be even happier with less, fewer things. And they have very little now. Um, about 150 things in total in their life. That means four pairs of socks, couple of pans in the kitchen. Like, I mean, I have 150 things in one corner, I think, of our laundry room. You know, uh, our Phoebe has, you know, 150 things in her closet. So when you think about 150, that's a small, I mean, that's a small number of things to own. Yeah. I think, Murphy, what's funny is that you, you're, you, when, you, when you grow up, you either adopt the way your parents live or you completely turn around from it because Murphy keeps a lot of things. Yeah. But um, not nearly as much as I used to. 
Yeah, I guess. Problem yeah. is, I have electronic junk. Things get right. out of date now, you know, and they get out of date kind of quickly. And I'm like, well, but yeah. what if I need to watch this video anymore? I can't get rid of the VCR. <laughs> How will I play it? Your parents kept everything. Um, yeah, well, there it is. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, but your sister gets rid of everything. If you give her a gift, chances are a year from now, she's not going to have it anymore. Well, she's you know, either like, used it or repurposed I'm it. I'm here to tell you. My mom she and went dad the opposite. were like that, too. I mean, they were clutter. It's just like you go visit, and it was just like... Oh, I remember your parents were the first that ever saw a file cabinet in the living room. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jody was saying yesterday that becoming a minimalist may be like the secret to getting rid of all the stress in your life. Mm -hmm. Most people probably can't do it, though, because that means eliminating a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. A lot of junk. Sarah is a minimalist. 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Sarah. Good morning, Murphy. How are you? How are you? Good. Thank you. Hey, Jody. Hey. Hey, Sam. Hey. So tell us about this. Are you really a minimalist? I am. I'm building a tiny house. Okay. How How, How many square feet? 420. Whoa! Okay. I'm trying and to put that into my I, brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it, if it helps, you know the outdoor buildings that you see being sold every place. Yes, mine's about that size. And everything will be in there: yeah. kitchen, bathroom, sleeping area. I have a bathroom, bedroom. There's even a loft. Why did you yeah, decide to do this? Like, what are you getting rid of stuff? Have you already gotten rid of stuff? I have gotten rid of stuff, including a husband. <laughs> and that's a whole other issue. <laughs> that's a men on the list. Okay. There you go. But it's just me, and and truthfully, people with less stuff are more happy. I, re- I really am. Yeah. Now, I believe it. it. Makes I believe it. So it. much easier. I got to know this though. Okay, so you're you're going to have the tiny house, but are you going to have like the outbuilding full of all your stuff? <laughs> like, are you cheating here or? No, I'm not. I got rid of a lot of stuff. I. I used to have a five-bedroom, three-bathroom house. Wow. Yeah. I had, I had a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it just was yard sale time, and I got rid of a lot of stuff. Nice. And you have books and things like basics like that? I do. Um, I, I got rid of a lot of my books. Right. Uh, the ones that I read like three times, I got rid of. Right. How big is your TV? But I don't have TV. I don't have TV. Oh. Whoa. Really? I mm. bet you are. Very centered. I, I love it. One of the things that I realize, and look, I'm not going to be a minimalist. I have too many issues. <laughs> but I have this I have this house that I wanted for a long time, you know, just bigger space for my kids to stretch out and all that. And I filled it with things and I spent a lot of my extra time cleaning it and putting those things where they go. Just like a, a hamster on a wheel. So I you're very brave. When you get, you know, when your kids are gone and, and you're ready to make things a li- life a little bit easier, yeah. you'll, you'll rethink it. Wow. I'll think about you. I'll never forget that you told us this. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sarah. Well, the good news is she, at least she got rid of the husband. So maybe you know, she doesn't have to rely on space. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us. Would you be happier with less stuff? Minimalists say, yes, you would. There's a group of minimalists in Japan that are ridiculously happy, they say, and they have only about 150 things. And that mm. means everywhere. Yeah. It, you know, that includes kitchen, bedroom, garage. Not that they even have a garage. I mean, I have 150 things in one cabinet in my kitchen. Hey. So, it's called the junk drawer. Yes, it is, actually. <laughs> uh, so... Are you a minimalist, or do you try to be that way, and are you happier? Lisa? Oh, listen, it is great. I went from 2,600 square feet to 1,500 to 
600, almost went to 300, and, uh, <laughs> but now I'm wow. in 600, and I love it. So love what did it. you get rid of? Well, what I did was I got rid of sections of each part of my life, really, things I didn't need. It was an emotional journey. I don't want to tell you it wasn't. It mm-hmm. was pretty difficult at first, but I just started counting things. I said, what? I don't need 75 pairs of socks. I don't need mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And now I have this tiny space. I even have a home office in the space. Nice. I even have a television in the space. Yeah. And I can focus on the things that matter to me now. Now, how long well, was this journey? I mean, this isn't something you decide overnight, I'm going to do this, and by next Thursday, I'm down to 600 <laughs> square feet. Right. No, you're absolutely right. It took about four years. Uh-huh. And it began when I realized I couldn't maintain a 2,500-square-foot home yeah. and keep paying all the money that I was paying. I was going into debt. And I, my child went to college. Yeah. That helped. Did you build a 600-square-foot house, or did you move into an apartment, or how did you get down that small? I went to a small apartment first to test it out. I went to a 600-square-foot home that had high, high ceilings. Nice. And then uh, once I tested that in a rental, I then bought a condo that small. So I had invested gotcha. in a home that small. Yeah. Nice. No regrets whatsoever? None. None. Dude, my electricity bill is $60 a month. Wow. I mean, this has allowed me to travel. It allows me to do other things. Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to add that to the show. I think it's absolutely a place that a lot of people are going. That's awesome. Have a minimal day. You too. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Oh, my gosh. Really giving everybody something to think about. I'm feeling claustrophobic. (laughs) Oh, stop it. We love hearing from you. Let us know if this is something you've thought about or if you are a minimalist now, I didn't realize that so many people were doing mm-hmm. this. I mean, I guess people downsize, but I don't know if you call it minimalist. I guess when you downsize, you have to get rid yeah. of stuff, though. 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text us. Yeah, Sam, Jody, and I have five dogs. Three of them are boxers. Mm-hmm. One's a pug. One is a pit mix. And what's interesting to me... I guess I would have never noticed this if we didn't have that many. Each has a distinct personality, and each of them has quirks. Yeah. It's That's funny. for every dog on the planet. Yeah. And so, cats. And it's interesting yeah. to me that they're all unique. I mean, and so, for example, you know, Chevy is the chronic nervous, always alert, I guess, except for recent weeks. But, you know, he's the one who's, <laughs> he can't leave anything alone, always has to be at everybody's side. The others are like, whatever, I'm here to lay out and chill. And Ashley, our boxer, you know, is the one that seems to gain all the weight and... She's the one with soul, as the best way to explain. She follows me almost everywhere. It's so fun. I like I mean, Stella. Yeah. She liked you, too, when you dog sat. Well, yeah. Stella's goofy. She's, it's funny. The way that Hello? she walks and prances and all that, and she's just kind of like very happy-go-lucky. Okay. Um, weird things that dogs do. You know, brought this up because of Ashley, actually. Every time I dry my hair, every night, I turn the hair dryer on. And she either comes running into the bathroom or tries to get to me if the door's closed. She loves the hairdryer. To and be blown on her? she stands there and looks at me and loves it when I blow the hairdryer on her, for, on her coat. Isn't that wild? She's she a dog, she's loves a, it. She's a dog that loves heat anyway because she's the, the one of all of them that will go lay out sun. in the sun. Mm-hmm. Even in she a loves really to hot day. bask yeah. there. Yeah. So she loves the hairdryer. She's learned, as I said, she's always at my side. That that's what that is. You, you would know, think she use. would run away from it, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. The sound of it, but she knows the sound and coming. I mean, that's what dogs do. But and she's the only one. If I blew the hair dryer at Stella, mm. 
Mm-hmm. She'd freak out and run. Gus, my dog, uh, whenever I vacuum, it's barking yeah. at the vacuum cleaner. But see, yeah. I've had other dogs that do that. I don't know what it is about the vacuum cleaner. Well, it's on their no, level. It's and scary? it's you Think about you. It's on their level and it's big and it's coming at them and it's yeah. not, they don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. Yeah. Ours don't even move for the vacuum cleaner anymore. It's ridiculous. <laughs> right. So it's so funny when you live with an animal and they do weird things, mm-hmm. weird things that your dogs do. I bet yours may be the only one in the world. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, my oldest son, Sammy's got his dog, Django, the yeah. dog's name, does the weirdest thing when it comes to floors. Oh, you know, fact, let's call him and, and okay. he's got to tell you about this. Okay, we'll do that next. MSJ. And we'd love to hear from you too or post it on our Facebook page. Call or text 877-310-4MSJ. Weird things that dogs do. If you live with dogs, you know they do weird things. Well, they have their little quirks. Extensions of their little personalities. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text us your dog's weird things. My oldest son, Sammy, has a dog. His name is Django. He's a rescue joke. Is that Django with a D? Yeah. D-J-A-N-G-O. Named after the movie character. Oh. Okay. When I was a kid, my dad had a dog named Django, and Sammy didn't know that. He was just like, oh, really? Wow. Well, See, you maybe that's, tell him now. that's your dad living through him from the beyond. Hmm. Okay. Just saying. Sounds complicated. Anyway, I want him to tell you his story about Django, because okay. Django has a major quirk. All right, Sammy. All right. First of all, he's the most handsome dog ever, but he has his flaws, <laughs> and... For some reason, he has trouble walking on floors. Oh, it's a uh, boundary thing, they say. It's wood floor thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not all floors, because that would be really hard to live, I guess. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he has no problem with carpets. It's just like hallway. Oh, that's another thing. Hallways. He has Aww. he has this problem with like hardwood floors. The baby. He's, he has no problem with tile. I don't right. know what it is. It's not just hard floor in general, mm-hmm. but... So wood, like, floors, and halls. If he had his ball, for instance, and it went over in a hallway or went by the wall, mm-hmm. you can see him, like, keep his feet on the rug. Right. And then try and stretch out two feet as far as he can to reach for it, but he won't go <laughs> off the rug. Really? So have you tried yeah. to slowly work with him, like, one step at a time? Uh, we've tried stuff, like, being extremely assertive with him and don't, mm. like, sympathize, but it's like he does this hesitate thing where he rocks back and forth before he tries yeah. to go across the wood floor it's funny but it's also kind of sad it is sad so, i'm the, yeah. look i'm no dog whisperer but it sounds like he's really scared it's a fear thing i say uh rip up all the carpet put wood floors down and he has no option <laughs> that's me that would be funny but also <laughs> <laughs> you either live on the sofa or you get used to it yep yeah you're a lot like your dad <laughs> sammy yeah i guess <laughs> Maybe uh, as a puppy, he worked at a wood shop and it's traumatized okay. him. Right. Yeah. Thank you for the diagnosis. He was, he was a carpenter, got splinters. Yeah. Many times. Uh, yeah. And he can't deal. Okay. <laughs> I can't deal with two Sams. Is what I can't yeah. Deal. All right. Thanks, Sammy. All right. No problem. Love you. Love you too. Bye. 877-310-4MSJ. You guys ready to talk about oh, yeah. the Marines' new physical standards for combat jobs? Is this Woo! even tougher than what they did before? Because the yes, marine, sir. you know, the marine workouts like always been the that's the elite, right? I mean, that's yes. the most disciplined. You know that whenever before I, I'm not saying this to hurt you, I swear, Murphy. But when I, <laughs> but when I a long time ago, long long time ago, when I was young and single, I dated two different marines. Yeah, 
And if you ever wanted to bring them out of their shell, you start because sometimes they were very introverted. You ask them about their workouts and, and basic training and all that. And it was crazy. The stories really like what they had to do. So freaky. Scary. See, crazy. I only knew you dated one Marine. I didn't know you dated two. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I left one out. Anyway, <laughs> not <laughs> none right. of that matters now. I know that. Okay, so they have new physical standards <clears throat> for recruits. All male Marines um, need to do um, two pull-ups, forty-four crunches, and run a mile and a half in thirteen minutes and thirty seconds. <sighs> That's again, two pull-ups. Why well, just two? I don't know. I guess it's all in a quick, quick, quick. Yeah. 44 crunches and run a mile and a half. That's doable um, for the somebody first, who's the, in super, super the shape. The first two for me are doable. The second and then the time constraints are the problem. Yeah. Pull-ups wow. are hard. I'm just going to say that. Have you done a pull-up in a long time, any of you? It is ridiculously <laughs> hard. No. Uh, then for Marines to get into combat jobs, the standards get tougher. They have to do six pull-ups, run three miles, in 24 minutes and then lift a 30-pound ammo can over their head 60 times in two minutes. Mm. Wow! Didn't we see some guys training in the parking lot doing that one day? You know, every time they're training around here, the Marines, I do stop and look. I I can't help it. Wasn't one out there throwing tractor tires or something? They had those giant tires they were flipping. Oh, yeah. That is so hard. That takes your entire body's strength. Anyway, I just thought that was super interesting. For combat jobs, you got to be fit. That's Sam, the moral I'm of that story. I'm lucky to get a napkin in the trash can from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Murphy, we were talking about snakes, and we're still going to be you know, getting your stories on your snake experiences. Everybody has a snake story. And I told you something. I said the words narrow fellow in the grass, and you were like, oh, that's poetic. It's my favorite poem. And I don't, I'm not even that kind of person. But when I was in school, and it's an Emily Dickinson poem, I remember loving this poem so much. And then my teacher was like, oh, really? So I had to get up and do it for the class. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yes. Well, so that's why it's It is a beautiful poem about when you come upon a snake. It's so cool. A narrow fellow. I'm not going to read the whole thing. So don't okay. roll your eyes, Sam. <laughs> any line in there about hitting it with a shovel? Absolutely not. It's about how beautiful they are and how, let me just say, a narrow fellow in the grass occasionally rides. You may have met him, did you not? His notice sudden is. I love the way she wrote. Doesn't rhyme. It's not supposed to. It, it, oh. it's, it's it's art, Sam. Oh, okay. it, it the words however well, you want. Them kind of poems. Okay, it goes on to talk about he likes a boggy acre, a floor to cool for corn. When a boy in barefoot, I more than once at noon. See, I know it doesn't rhyme. Norn. Here's my favorite line because it's the ending. Ready? But never met this fellow attended or alone without a tighter breathing. And zero at the bone. That is a good poem. Zero at the bone mean, means cold, what, cold? chilled. Okay. It, right. And that's what wow. happens every time okay. you see him, no matter if you know he's there, you still feel like, <gasps> I think it's beautiful. And it that's beautiful where it came poem, from. You know? That's why I always say a narrow fellow in the grass is I a love snake. It. You know, I, I've always admired people who could recite poetry because I, I was never one of those. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I've only seen it on TV, so I don't know if people really can or if it's just scripted. Of course. <laughs> oh, we had to in, uh, in junior year in high school in English mm-hmm. class. We had to memorize a poem. That's the one I did yeah. for my class. And everybody had to get up there one after the other and give their interpretation. Yeah. Not with dancing or anything. Okay, good. How did you do, Sam? Uh, you I, were funny? Yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I made it as funny as I could while sticking to the pros. Nice. Yeah. All right, coming up, 877-310-4MSJ. Be a part of the show anytime. In fact, we want to hear your narrow fellow in the grass story. Yeah, actually, John, he's the one who listens to us in Australia on yeah. the app. Yeah. He, he's up next.
summertime can sometimes be snake time, right? Yeah. A lot of sightings. Yeah. Everybody that I know is seeing is seeing them lately. Well, yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago that woman was driving and one fell out from under her dashboard. That was a weird <laughs> situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, 877-310-4MSJ. Love to hear from you. Dean works part-time at Home Depot. Have you ever yeah, had a snake? Yeah, I saw the one uh, where Lowe's had uh, a snake in a uh, tree pot, which is not uncommon. Have you seen snakes at your at your work there? Well, I worked at Lowe's for 11 years, and I've seen it twice. Yeah. Were they big? Uh, the one was. Okay. It was uh, a four-footer. The other one was like a two-foot. The woman was really calm. She brought back the, the tree, and we asked, well, okay, well, what's the problem with the tree? She goes, well, there's a snake living in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the snake had had its home inside the root ball of the tree. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I almost feel bad for the it snake. A, He's just trying to find a home. It was a tropical plant. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, Dean, I would have been I mean, just the opposite of that woman. I would have come back screaming, and, ah, there's a snake in my bush. Uh, that's what I did the other day when I cut one outside. Of course, uh, I made uh, sushi out of it with the lawnmower. Oh, oh, yeah. TMI. Uh, Ouch. I don't, I don't like snakes. I know. Yeah, if I either. walk up on one and I see it, I'm fine. Yes. But if one surprises me 12 inches away, I have a tendency to... To do the uh, the screen dance as well. Yeah, uh, I also worked at a bar once before where we had an issue with snakes, and uh, I almost stepped on one, and it was uh, like a four footer. It was coiled up on the floor. Oh, what kind of bar has snake issues? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, that was a that was another lifetime. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. that kind of bar. Okay. All right. Every time I walk into a garden center, I want you to know I'm on the lookout for snakes. Yeah. There's a p- friendly public announcement for yeah, everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for You're calling, so Dean. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Thank you. We appreciate it. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join the conversation. It's summertime and the snakes are everywhere. <laughs> okay. Well, there's more going on in summer than there snakes. There is, there is. And so everybody's got a snake story, and somehow we started talking about it, and it's fascinating. Yeah, everybody does have one. Yeah. Uh, one our, our listener from Australia who calls, he listens on the app, John, ah. has a snake story, right? Um, I have a mate. His name is uh, Tex. He has a fire station truck, mm-hmm. and um, they were fixing this truck, and all of a sudden... They noticed something on the front of the truck and he got his camera phone out and he started filming and it was a huge big python. Mm. I think they said it was about eight eight or nine feet long. Lord. Of well, course the Australian snake story is an eight foot snake. <laughs> yeah. I had a two foot garden snake. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's okay. Anyway, this thing, I could not watch it on his mobile phone. Just couldn't watch it. It had curled up around the motor and all the rest, and it absolutely, it just chilled me. Wow. It's on his Facebook page, and I cannot go to his Facebook page. (laughs) Well, then don't do it. That is on there. (laughs) What became of the snake, though? Did you guys release it back into its natural habitat? Well, its natural habitat was around his, um, where he lives anyway. Yes. Every now and then it's in the truck, and every now and then it's um, wandering around out in the bush. Right. He hangs out wherever he wants. Good. <laughs> it's a snake. It gets to hang out wherever it wants. Nice. Yeah, well, true. look, um, it is great to talk to you again. We love hearing from you. Call us again soon, okay? Yep. Be good, guys. You too. I love you.
Thank you, John. We love you, too. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Disney has done it again. It feels like the, for the third time in like two weeks, announcing another movie that they're going to take and make a live action version, and that is Mulan. My ancestors sent a little lizard to help me. Hey, dragon, dragon, not lizard. I don't do that tongue thing. Dragon. That is Eddie Murphy. So I hope that they are getting him to come back. So what happens this. when Disney runs out of cartoons to make live action? I don't know. Oh, I know what they do. They do that thing that they do with the deep. They used to do with the DVDs. Right. We put it put in, in the, the vault, vault for ten years. Exactly. Well, don't don't worry about that. They'll revamp. They they have Star Wars now. They oh. can redo forever. We can so, do a live action version. It'll be in in two years. There'll be a three D version of Mulan. They're already doing a cast search, looking for their leads and all that good stuff. And I do want to say before that, we have Beauty and the Beast in March, the live action version. And we know we have the Lion King live action version. So a lot of fun for the family from Disney. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody, did you know that Uber uh, charges a late fee? What? Wait, wait, wait. Who's late? Exactly. If you're not there and waiting for the Uber to get there, they oh, can. They really? Can, currently, they have this deal where if you're not there after five minutes, they can charge you like five, ten bucks extra. Ah, I did not know that. But they're charging. They're trying out a new pilot program that lets it knock it down to about two minutes. They can start ta- charging you this late fee or a penalty fee if you. You know, somebody's so, going to come in and take over without the late fees. I'm, I would assume because they're instituting this or trying this out it must be a major problem problem. people call or you know you set up the uber right okay they'll be here in five minutes well i still got time i'll get ready my last uber driver you know when they arrive and they're looking for you especially if it's a crowded area with a Mm -hmm. lot of people um she called me it was a if you call an uber car and you're not they don't automatically spot you you'll get a phone call from somebody you don't know right and it's them saying hey what do you look like i'm here kind of a thing well, I didn't answer because my ringer was turned on, turned down, and she accidentally left me a long message. Oh, looking for me, like gotcha. I could hear her driving around looking for me. Where are it wasn't you? ugly or anything like, but it was just like, "I'm here. Where are you?" Hmm. And it was just funny. Yeah, if you're, uh, you know, you're procrastinator or you're always late for Uber, start being on time because they could start charging you that penalty fee. Nay.